This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football podcast, an improvisational version of the Touchline Media Group, because when Ben asked, what are we talking about today, about two hours ago, I said, and I quote, um, I don't know, we'll figure it out on the fly. Uh, I'm your host, Asa, aka The Twig. I'm here with my co-host and friend, uh, Ben. Um, this episode is brought to you by Smith Forks Management Group, whoever Blue Wire decides to put in. Um, bird dogs, uh, they're part of this. And uh, Ben, how you doing? I am doing well. You're not supposed to admit that kind of stuff on air, Asa. Oh, my bad. Um, this is a very professional podcast where we definitely know what we're talking about before we get going. Um, so I actually I actually do have something I, I want to talk about, and it's how our women's team um, sucks, apparently. <laughs> um, so I, Ben, I'm not sure how much you've watched. We, we, we talked about how the timing of the whole thing, it makes it impossible for east coast people to watch any of these games um but i i think that like my biggest issue and and i need to talk about this for a second um and so i'm gonna i'm gonna monologue and and ben you can you can hop in when you want but i think that it's dumb to play your best player out of position for no reason that is my opinion i think that julie like and so so a friend of the pod uh adam usmnt stan um put it like this he was like what the U.S. Uh, women's are doing is that they have decided that they're going to play Tyler Adams at center back so that they don't have to play Mark McKenzie and they can play Jackson Ewell. I said Kellen Acosta, but whatever. Julie Ertz is really good as a defensive holding midfielder. She is also very good at center back, but that's not where she plays. Oh, by the way, we only brought two natural center backs to this tournament. If this were the men's team, this podcast would have lost our minds. Like, I want you to imagine for a moment that the only two center backs that we brought to the World Cup, to the World Cup, not to the Gold Cup, not to a fun time tournament in CONCACAF, to the World Cup. Imagine that the two, we only brought two center backs and one of them was Tim Ream. And the other one was, well, to be fair, Chris Richards, like Naomi Gurman is very, very good. But And then we decided, you know what? We don't actually trust Tim Ream to play in the World Cup. So we're going to put Tyler Adams at center back. That's what we did. That is what we have decided is the best possible outcome. If you're wondering, it's a bold strategy. If you're wondering, we suck. And like, look. I saw there's a betting thing out. The U.S. is no longer the favorite to win the World Cup for the first time in like a decade. They're now even with Spain, Spain and England. 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 To win a national, international tournament. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I mean, it's, and look, look, a lot of this 
is based on the coach making poor decisions. But also, but also, like the fact that we can't just like roll out the ball anymore means like maybe we should invest more in our women's program. Like Title Nine gave the U.S. what a fifty-year head start, yeah, on these teams. And hey, you know what? They're catching up. And like the best way to put it is like we're we're doing shit that just doesn't make sense for the purpose of. And 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 I'm going to make an analogy here based on relative importance, right? What we're doing in this World Cup is what we did in Cuba. It's the same thing. We're holding on to a generation of players who are not good for reasons that are unclear. Like Andy Sullivan is our Michael Bradley. She's or or John Lovitz or whatever. Like there are kids to play. And look, Alex Morgan's very good. Sophia Smith is better. So we're playing multiple players out of position so that we can accommodate players who are not even that good. Like I, it's 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 mind-numbing to me. It's like I don't really understand what the purpose of, of any of it is. And I think that, that it comes from having a coach who doesn't know what he's doing. Um, and I, I mean, th- there's not much to say, like, look, we could still win this tournament because Sophia Smith is the best player in the world, not named Sam Kerr. And, you know, you have Trinity Rodman and Alex Morgan and, and Rose Lavelle and Julie Ertz and a whole bunch of people who are very, very good at playing soccer. Lindsay Horan, very, very good. Crystal Dunn, like the whole, like you can go 15, 16 deep. But against the Netherlands, we made one sub and it was at halftime. Um, against Portugal, I didn't watch because that game was at 3 a.m. Eastern. But like we didn't score a goal. This is not, we we have lost the ability to roll out the ball and and and, and expect to win. And that's what happened in Cuba, just in case you're wondering. Like it was the same measure of arrogance and commitment to players who are not good enough for reasons that are unclear. Um, and there's also like an element of injury, injury luck here. Like we are missing our best center forward. As it turns out, um, Kat Macario is, is hurt, but like everybody has injuries. Um, and, and the Netherlands was better than us and Portugal was better than us. And like, that's where we are. So I, you know, look, we don't focus on the women's national team here because uh, you know, limited time and and not everything can be everything. But like, if you watch the women's team at this point, it's like all of the criticisms that people have of Greg Berhalter are actually for Vladka, right? Like all of our our criticisms of like, oh, he's not he's not uh, he's not offensive enough. He doesn't have a tactical plan. He's too committed to old people. Berhalter actually, that's like questionable whether or not that's true. For Vlatko, it is. So that's that's my rant on this. Like I, I feel I feel like we need to give that like the the proper the proper like timing. Um so I I, I don't know. I mean I I hope we win. I hope we win it all. That'd be cool. Um, but we don't deserve to, and Vlatko deserves to be out of a job. But also, oh by the way, Greg Berhalter is getting paid 10 times as much as our women's coach. So like get what you pay for. Um so I'm 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 not really sure what the answer here is, but it's not to continue like this. So that's that's my rant on this. Um my Lindsay Harant. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm I'm good with that. Um I I I I hope we don't suck, but it looks like we might. Um all right. Well, uh with that, uh I, I guess we can go to the stuff that we all actually um have an interest in talking about. Austin Trusty is a uh Premier League starting center back. 
How do we feel about that, guys? Can I uh, say great. Isn't linear again? Sorry? Can I say development isn't linear again? Uh, one more time. He's only 24. I feel like people forget <laughs> that because, like, we gave up on Austin Trusty when Philadelphia did when he was, what, 17, 18, 19? When was it? Six years ago. Six years ago, uh, Philly sent him to Colorado, if I'm not mistaken, or four years ago. Um, and like, that's, I think, I think that's when we sort of all were like, eh, this guy sort of sucks. And then he got that move to Arsenal that I very loudly said, guys, this is a tax write-off. It's owned by the same people. They're just moving a guy across the ledger. And then he turned into like one of the better center backs in the championship. Um, which like, I don't know. I'm pretty stoked about it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm actually like Austin trustee is going to get more premier league minutes than Chris Richards this year. I mean, Sheffield United has a cool name. I like their logo. I mean, is that the kind of input and insight you uh, are looking for here? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, so I, I think that that's like a an interesting an interesting thing, and and it actually sort of rolls back into what we talked about last week in, in terms of like depth chart, right? Like we think we know who the the top five is, but if Austin Trusty suddenly gets what eighteen hundred minutes in the Premier League, like, and doesn't you know humiliate himself, like that changes things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's on a yo-yo club. That's better than basically every MLS team. So let's see what happens. Yeah. I mean, he's like got a left he, foot. He's, he's got a left foot and Tim Ream is not eternal. So like, yeah. it would be nice to have. I mean, like, as, it, as far as I'm aware, aside from, aside from uh, Ream and the ghost of John Brooks, he is the only, the only person with a left foot that plays center back. Uh, that is my understanding. As that well. is relatively near, you know, international level. Uh, yeah, that is my understanding as well. And like, if 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 you can get a a, a four of Richards, Trusty, Miles, and CCV, I mean, I'm cool with that. Like, he that's CCV played for uh, Celtic today, by the way. Oh, did he? Yeah. Who did? Back, who, so I. That's who did Celtic play? Did they have? Uh, it was a preseason game, so probably oh. slippery rock. Uh, <laughs> Athletic Club Bilbao. Oh, never that's mind. A, that's, that's a real a, team. That's a real team. Yeah, that's a um, real team. Uh, so I mean, th- that's the thing, though, is that like CCV is sort of in a weird spot because we know for a fact that that multiple Premier League clubs looked at him and were like, nah. Um, and he was, he was effective in the championship. Now he plays for the best or second best club in Scotland, which is a shitty league, but he's playing champions league. Yeah. So like, I don't know. There are worse spots to be in if you're, if you're Cameron Carter. I mean, if you play as well there, that's easier jumping off point to a big five league than MLS. Although I guess MLS is getting a little better. Yeah. I, I mean, MLS, although I, should we, we, we haven't really talked about the messy um, contract because it's weird. Um, but like, how do we feel about the fact that the entire league is paying messy? <laughs> it's still probably a good investment. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's how you get money back into the league. Rising tide lifts all boats. Yes. But like also conceive, although, you know what? I, I actually don't think any of the owners of MLS teams care if they win. It well, is, this isn't rising tide lifts all boats. This is this is just pure revenue sharing. sharing. This is like 
I follow some Argentine guy on Twitter. I forget his name. He used to be a soccer writer. No, he's not anymore. But he's like, it's just wall-to-wall MLS coverage in Argentina right now, which he's like, it's just bizarre. And I mean, it's not MLS coverage exactly. It's, you know, messy coverage, messy coverage but still. And, and also, yeah, like, part Miami. That, and, and part of that is that, like, there is no, like, European soccer right now. Um, but, like, I, th- I think actually, and, and look, like, I hate MLS's schedule, but I think, like, there's an argument to be made that, like, they should they should adopt the best parts of the Liga MX schedule, like where they have two different different seasons. And like I think like you can keep your season, but like make the summer a different thing. Like right now they have like Leagues Cup going on, which I think is has been a success as far as I understand. Like people seem really into it. People are taking it seriously. But well, like they're selling out stadiums to you know fans of Mexican teams that don't usually get to go see their team. So right. Like that's that's cool. And um and also like whenever we play League Mackey's teams, like that's that's neat. Um yeah. but like I think like if there was like multiple different seasons, right? And we got rid of the MLS playoffs that reward mediocrity. Um, like I think that like you can have like a Apertura, Clausera, Leagues Cup, and then like you can still do the February to October schedule. And we we've probably talked about this before, but I don't know how realistic it is, but I think the ultimate goal or whatever for all of this is kind of an American league national league thing with um, Mexico and MLS at some point. I don't know if it ever can. I don't know how realistic it is, but that's the biggest moneymaker, you know, that would sell the most, uh, you know, the most TV, get the most for TV rights and all that kind of thing. Yeah. And I I think like, I think honestly, like the more that you include Liga and Mackey's in this stuff, the better. Just because, like, not only not only from a revenue perspective, not only from a whatever, but, like, from a competition standpoint, right? Like, those right. games are always going to be more difficult. Even the worst teams in, in Liga Mekis, like, they're not as good as the worst teams in MLS, but, like, they're still tough games mm-hmm. um, with meaning, with with actual uh, value. So I think it, the, the more we do with Liga Mekis, the better. You know, we can, we can all sort of hope that USL pushes MLS into pro-rel territory. But, A, there's never going to be pure pro- promotion relegation in America, but like there is a universe in which you have like two or three levels or probably two levels of promotion relegation. And the way you do that is two or whatever, you know, whatever the combination league is, you send down the worst two Mexican teams and the worst two American teams and whatever. Liga, Liga MLS. Yes. If you wanted to, if you want a league that could possibly financially compete with the big leagues in Europe, that's what it is. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, you combine all of, all of Mexico, all of MLS. That's like 50 ish teams. Mm-hmm. You put, you put 25, you know, you can do 24 and 26. Um, and like, there you go. There's, there's your, you, you know, 40 some games. Yeah. Um, well, and Liga and Mekis already suspended relegation and I don't think they've resumed it. So theoretically, you could have like a top league and a bottom league and not really have like the bottom can't fall out. You can't end up, you can't, you know, you can't Sunderland. Yeah, I can't do a Sunderland or whatever. So, yeah. Um, Yeah. So, so like, I think that's like sort of the best case scenario. And I'm hoping what drives it is honestly Apple. Like, I I hope, yeah, just greed, just out and out (laughs) greed is like, and in a pen, like, because eventually you can't have, a league with 50 teams in it. Like it doesn't make sense. Right. So like, just like logistics and greed of that combination, like just turns into, you know, 
a promotion relegation that keeps all of the money within both the leagues. So no, none of the owners will be pissed about losing money. Right. Um, and it's just about like, you know, your upside or whatever. Um, so like, hopefully that happens. Um, Apple, I do want to say, uh, Apple, um, is also using some of the messy money to go up allegedly. And this was from Pete Tamil. Um, allegedly they are going to buy the PAC 12 rights. I say PAC 12 rights as if there will be PAC 12 rights because as if there will be a PAC 12. So yeah, the, right. the, the report out was that, um, George Klaykoff, their, their, uh, commissioner presented like a, a framework today to the, um, the ADs and said, essentially, um, if we get enough subscribers, this will be worth more than the big 12 and the ACC deals. And all of the jokes were like, yeah, if you get 20 billion subscribers, then it will be higher. <laughs> Unfortunately, there are 7 billion people on earth. Wasn't there <laughs> but, just a rumor that three PAC 12 teams were joining the big 10? Uh, correct. So the, correct. Um, <laughs> a, a, allegedly, Arizona and Arizona State are bolting for the big 12 today. There's a, there's a meeting, there's like a board of governors or a, a regents meeting today. Um, and last night, uh, the Arizona coaches, Jed Fish, who you may or may not remember from the University of Michigan, um, Jed Fish apparently had a meeting with parents where the phrase, we didn't kill the Pac-12 was repeated a number of times. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, so Apple TV apparently is like, bidding on college football uh rights um which means that messi i think i think messi has brought some money um which is interesting um but anyways that 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 sort of uh that that we we there is some transfer news right um musa hot Yunus, so we'll, we'll we'll start with musa um so Yunus musa to ac milan um and i i guess um america milan are we, are we right. ready for that? I just, have, I just have a request, a prayer, a whatever you want to call this. Just don't be a Leeds. Please, please, please. please. Just uh, be enjoyable to watch and at least be mid-table. I cannot deal with another miserable season of everybody blaming the Americans and us like having to watch this miserable team. And uh, I can't. So, so I, I, I mean, think the, they're not, they're not going to be Leeds because they're, they're not going to play offense. <laughs> So it's going to so be I reverse th- leads. I think like leads. <laughs> leads with a goatee. Um, so I, I think the reason why that won't happen is just like inherently the other players. So like, if you look at leads, the non-Americans were trash. Were really bad, right? Like who is the best non-American at leads? Patrick Bamford, who couldn't find. No, the one guy Jack scored- Harrison. Um Who's American? Who's the forward who got hurt? He scored all the Rodrigo. Yeah. Okay. So fine. That uh, Rodrigo is a solid Premier League-ish player. AC Milan's best player is Rafael Leao, who is one of, if not the best, you know, winger in Italy. And Milan finished fourth in Serie A last year. So yeah, and and like Champions League soccer, that means they have, you know, a a large amount of good players. Yeah. The, 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 I'm I'm not overwhelmingly concerned with, with how Milan's going to look with. Wow. With, Napoli um, just crushed everybody last year. I knew they won. Yeah. But I didn't realize they ran away with it by that much. Yeah. It was a, um, it was Weird one of those. Year. Yeah. It was one of those years where like, you know, like uh, I know Ben, you're not a baseball guy, but like 
every like 10 years, the Orioles will win the AL East by like 12 games. And you'll be like, what the, how the fuck did that happen? And then they go back to being mid. Um, Napoli did that last year. The Colorado Rockies compete once a year, every 10 years, and then immediately go back to the bottom. So do you you remember, I don't know, it's probably a month or so ago now, I was campaigning for all Americans to leave Italy so I could just not watch one league. Like, off my list. Yes. Yeah. Turns out that's now the Premier League. (laughs) Well, no, we've got Trusty, we've got Richards, and... That's right. Yeah. um, I think it's play, though. (laughs) I think France. We no longer have to watch France. Not that we did in the first place. Yeah, not that you could anyway, if you even right. wanted. Um, and I don't, I mean, is do we have, I mean, after, after in, in the next month, we will have, I don't think we'll have anybody in Spain. Basically, if you, at this point, if you watch Milan and Juventus, you've got most of your interesting viewing for the weekend covered. Uh, yeah, and, and if you want to watch our strikers, you can go to the championship, mostly. Mm-hmm. Um does uh, ESPN still do a couple of their games a week? They they do. Um, so the 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 rumor today is that Falar and Balogun is pitching a shit fit um, at Arsenal because Arsenal is, has uh, valued him at like fifty million dollars. And he's like, please stop doing that. I want to go to Inter Milan. I don't want to. I don't want to be here anymore. Please. Yeah, Inter has moved on because he's too expensive or whatever is the last thing I saw. Yeah, but that, that part of that feels like posturing to me. Like, it's like, you they know who they the, want. walk out of the car dealership and are waiting for the guy to come chasing after you. And, and yeah. And, like, also, like, there were also, like, simultaneous rumors that they're getting rid of Lahovich for, like, all of the money. So, like, it's one or the other. The Chelsea. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, oh, no, sorry. Sorry. Lahovich is is uh, with Juventus. Uh, oh. I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Going rumored to to Chelsea, but not from AC. Right, 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 right. Uh Milan Milan is currently starting uh Marcus Turam and Lautaro Martinez up top. Like they're fine. Yeah. They're fine. They're I've, um, I've, uh, I've watched both of them. They're good. Yeah, they're good. Um so Giroud. the other bit Oh Giroud. Yep, Giroud is still there. Um and yeah, you know uh, him and Bulisic have a nice connection. They Both. do. Yeah. Um, and, and I, th- I think like, uh, you know, they also have Ruben lost his chic. Um, so like they've got, they've got some Chelsea in, in Milan. Um, you know, Milan, in I, addition. I don't know if Milan wants it phrased that way. Well, you know, uh, Milan, there's plenty of Chelsea in Milan. Well, here's the thing about both Milan and Chelsea. Both of those places. Yeah, that's right. Not London, Chelsea, but New York, Chelsea are noted fashion centers. Milan, noted fashion center. Chelsea, noted fashion center. And if you and listen you know, to Italians, it's Milan. And if yeah. you listen to Milan. if you listen to Americans, the peak of fashion is made by Kanye West. Bird dog. Oh. You know, Greg, we have a lot of fun on this podcast, but I think the reason we have a lot of fun is because we both don't like to wear pants. Is that correct? I am a Staunch advocate of never wearing pants. But you do have to wear something, right? I, legally, when I go outside, yes. Uh, when I'm not outside, it's really up to interpretation. So I guess, like, the real question is, is there something that you could wear that, that makes you look good, but also looks vaguely, I don't know, acceptable in public? Well, you know, I've heard of these new things called bird dogs, which are neither birds nor dogs we'll get to the Hmm. false advertising later 
but uh, you know they are stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, which gives me a truly sculpted look. So if I were to compare these to to maybe another brand uh, that I, I don't know why we're, we're mentioning actual trade names in an advertisement, but hey, that's what we were told to do. Uh, what would you compare it to? Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing <laughs> as that brand that starts with an L and ends with lemon, but fit way better. Well, I'm not going for copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get in trouble either. Um, what if, but 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 could you compare them to say like your normal everyday khaki shorts? Yeah, fuck cotton. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. <laughs> yeah, cotton's super restricting. That's what everybody says about it. Um, it does bird dogs have any proprietary uh, technology? Right, everybody likes technology. Do they have anything new that they did? Yeah, they did a bunch of ketamine and came up with and fixed this issue by invent, inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches. So you get a way slimmer fit. You guys can't do it, but I'm doing this, this slimmer fit. You can't see it without having to sacrifice any movement. Well, that's great. Um, Greg, do you like smelling like shit in your shorts? I <laughs> no, so I I try not to shart very hard, but just in case I do, Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps me cool and dry all day long. Uh well, I guess, you know, if if I wanted to purchase a pair of these shorts that are neither birds nor dogs, what could I do? You should go to www.birddogs dot com backslash pool that's pool p-o-o-l like liverpool but you know better and enter promo code again pool p-o-o-l for a free yeti style tumbler nope <laughs> your order that's birddogs.com backslash pool for a free tumbler you you won't want to take your bird dogs off we promise you. Please, please, please don't sue us. We really don't have a lot of money. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well done, Greg. Really, really, <laughs> truly, truly professional, professional podcast. Um, Way to freeze, man. I had no idea where you were going that. Yeah, right. Um, so the other piece of news is uh, Haji Wright uh, has finally uh, gotten a move. Um, he's been rumored to move away from Turkey for like, 18 months and he is officially in the championship at Coventry. Is so, it official? I thought Fabrizio tweeted it, but I'm not sure. I just, a, I just, I don't know. I don't believe anything out of Turkey until like right now, I, I, if I were Haji right, I'd be typing rumors on my computer and sending them out. <laughs> um, so if that is the case, if Haji right to Coventry is a thing. Um, so uh, let's see. Um, the report was 
Yeah, actually, no, it wasn't Fab. It was a account uh, in Turkish. <laughs> that with with almost a million followers, so that's yeah. something. Um, but if that's the case, like that's that's another like sort of example of like getting guys to places where I can watch them, um, which is nice. I don't know that I will be watching a ton of Haji Wright, but like easier to keep track on. Um, he scored a goal at the World Cup. He did score a goal at the World <laughs> Cup. <laughs> that's well, a thing that happened. Yeah, that's, that's a thing that happened. Thing that happened. Um, but I think like that's an interesting move because we we've talked a lot about like our floor, um, and like. I think like the more that we have players who are are setting that floor in a way that doesn't make me crazy, the better. Striker, ironically, like has the highest floor and lowest ceiling of our entire team, except for Balogun. Like it's like we have just a number of dudes in secondary leagues who are fine or are are in top leagues who are not playing. And so I like, am, I am so ready for uh, Saturday morning soccer to be back. Like I, I like I get up at you know nine a.m. roughly on Saturday. I make a cup of coffee. I go sit on the couch, and I'm like, "Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is important. At what age do your kids need to be where you get up at nine a.m. on the weekend?" Well, we usually <laughs> let them stay up till about ten on Friday. So yep. same. But, okay, no, ours ours get out of bed between eight thirty and I don't know. If you let them say go till eleven, they can go till almost ten o'clock sometimes. Okay, so are, at what mine are, age? Mine are nine and seven. This is probably in a couple of years now. So maybe maybe you're talking five, six. Okay, because last night my kids went to bed at 9.30 and were kicking me in the back in my bed at 5 a.m. Oh, okay. Well, maybe, you're, maybe your kids are just special and love you, love you extra. Yeah, that must be it. Um, okay. No, they're, they're dead I just really, one. really would need to have like a cup of coffee and soccer back on the weekends because I was so desperate. I turned on an old NFL, like an old Lions game. Like I just need some sort of sport to watch right now. That's uh, that's pretty desperate. Yeah, right. Um so I I, <laughs> I I uh I did find myself the other day. So like on, on Twitter, and yes, it's still Twitter. Kiss my ass, Elon Musk. Um on Twitter the other day, like there are certain accounts on Twitter that just like now that there's no upper limit on the amount of uh time you can uh post a video. Like there are certain accounts that are posting like 15 minute recaps of college football games. And like, I, I watched like a legit 15 minutes of 2015 Michigan state versus Ohio state the other day. Like I was just like sitting on my couch. It was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch a 17 to 14 game from eight. I mean, if you don't have time to watch the whole game, that's awesome. Actually, when I first started getting into soccer, I don't even know if this show still exists anymore, but like mid two thousands, there used to be a, a show called the Premier League Goal Zone. And it was basically, it was kind of like match of the day they run on BBC, but it was like all the matches. And I didn't really know who won. So I'm like, hey, I just get to watch all these matches kind of in like the, you know, the exciting moments in an hour instead of, you know, whatever. We to watch for real. <laughs> uh, BTN, uh, Big Ten Network, did something awesome where they do football in 60. And yeah. you can just watch a full game in an hour because that's how long you need to watch a football game. Right. Um, and like soccer, soccer is a little different because like you actually do sort of like, it's really hard to watch an yeah, abbreviated soccer game. Um, to get the flow of it. Yeah. Cause like I've, I've tried to do that. Like I've tried to like, okay. Like you skip ahead when you think, see something recycling, you can skip ahead 15 seconds, but then like 
you're like, how the hell did the ball get there? And you end, it ends up taking more time to watch. Yeah. I mean, if you have a recorded game, you can usually like a, th- a, a corner is about 30 seconds yeah. to get taken. A free kick is like forever. For some reason, they got to line that thing up for like a minute. And then you might get like a, you know, an injury or whatever. So like you can probably save yourself maybe five minutes out of a half, but it's not like football. I mean, football, you can just like, I almost refuse to start a football game like less than half an hour once it started. Cause I like to be able to get through halftime at least without having to sit through all the commercials. I mean, I've, I've mentioned it before that like a lot of the games that a lot of the college football games I watch, I watch recorded on Saturday nights. Um, and like, you can get through a game that you don't super care about in like 30 to 45 minutes. Oh yeah. Um, like I remember last year, I watched a Clemson game in like 28 minutes and I felt like I like watched most of the plays. I had a good understanding of what happened and I was able to do it in the amount of time that it takes you to watch an episode of the Simpsons. Yeah. Like, and you can't, you can't do that with soccer. Um, honestly, I think what actually killed baseball for me was that. Like I started just kind of fast forwarding, like, cause I used to watch the Tigers back in the day and sure. I would start like once DVD or DVR became a thing, I would like fast forward between pitches. And then finally I'm like, this is, this is just boring. Like I'm not even interested in this anymore. Well, baseball has another thing to it. And I like, and I, I, I haven't been to a game since the pitch clock has been a thing, but like part of the appeal to baseball to me, and, and this was the case when I watched on TV or, or in the stadium is like, it's not, it doesn't require most of your attention. No. Like you can, like, like Greg and I used to go to baseball games, like at Tiger Stadium. And like, we did, you know, you watched the game, but like most of your attention was elsewhere. And like, like, it's like, it's something to do while you talk. (laughs) Right. Um, Or or like, like we used to, I, I remember we went to a game in, was it in New York or Philly? It was against Philly. It was in New York against Philly. Yeah, it was in New York. And most of the time we spent uh, heckling the outfielders. Um, specifically, I don't remember who it was, but he was fat. And we Marlon kept asking, Bird. Marlon, Marlon Bird. Bird. <laughs> we, we kept asking Marlon Bird where to get the best um, mozzarella sticks in Philly. Um, he did not like that. Curtis Granderson, <laughs> however. I don't appreciate that. Curtis Granderson, very good sport. Um, but anyways, back to the, back to the soccer thing. Um, so... I, I guess w- one other sort of interesting aspect of, of what's going on right now. Um, we have a, we have, a, oh, a new name to uh, pay attention to apparently um, in the striker discourse is Duncan McGuire in Orlando. He's like, he's doing the Daryl DK thing yeah, where he's a college kid who's pumping in goals and we sort of have to pay attention. Um, Olympic eligible. That's what I have to say about that. He's not at the level where we have to give a shit about him for the senior team, but like, he's a kid. He's Olympic eligible. Notable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll do a, uh, I, I don't want to do a, like, where is everybody episode yet? We'll do that closer to the, probably next week, just before the season starts. Um, but I, I'm interested to know which, which, uh, which non-US team are you guys interested in this year? Um, I don't know if if there's like any any teams that you're like, oh, I'm going to pay attention to them because what they're doing is interesting to me. Um, and also, I guess at, at some point, should we like, should we state what is our what is our Saudi team? Like, do we have to give a shit about Saudi? Uh, no. I just can't do it, man. And honestly, I can't even make myself if there's not an American on it, I can't care. Like, I might have it on like baseball-y, just have it on in the background. 
but yeah. uh, like to actually have a have a rooting interest, it, I, I for whatever reason that's just how I'm wired. That means to be an American involved. So I, Stoddy has to get a tie-in to the Champions League before I'm willing to give a shit about resident Euro snob. Um, so I I think like my interest my interest level right now is whoever's playing PSG. I have a very Notre Dame like. Charlie Weiss era interest in Charlie Weiss Notre Dame era interest in PSG because I think that they are going to suck and I think it is going to be fascinating. So for PSA for everybody, the Premier League begins August 11th. Right. The uh, Spanish League, La Liga, begins August 11th. Syria A, which apparently we're going to care about this year, uh, begins August 20th. And the Bundesliga begins August 18th. So, so those are your top five leagues. I think the championship actually starts this weekend. <laughs> I think they're they're. In the middle I mean, of they the- technically already started. Yeah, they're doing the qualifiers. Uh, yeah, the 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 Champions League qualification has started, but the English Championship starts this weekend. Um, seven a.m. You get to watch Josh Sargent on seven a.m. on Saturday. You get to watch Josh Sargent. That's ten a.m. Eastern, seven a.m. That on ESPN Plus. That game is not on ESPN Plus, as oh. far as I can tell. Well, then it'll be the open seas, or you're not watching it. Uh, let's see. <laughs> um, West Brom. Is, D- is Daryl DK still at West Brom? It's a good question. I don't think he's healthy anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, sort of where we're at on that. Um, he, is, he is. I don't. I can't confirm if he's healthy or not. So, okay. Um Lester plays his on knee pretty bad, didn't he? Yeah, he messed up his knee bad. Um, oh, notable. Uh Lester plays Coventry, so Haji Wright might 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 play on Sunday uh, against a formerly Premier League team. Um Leeds plays, and Tyler Adams is still there. Leeds plays on Sunday at 9:30 Eastern. And Sunderland, which I believe still has Lyndon Gooch, <laughs> because he is there forever. He's now the mayor of Sunderland. Do, do you think that like that was like a monkey paw situation. Like Lyndon Gooch um, said, like, I want to start for a Premier League team for years. <laughs> and like the monkey paws paw curled. And it was like, they're currently a Premier League team. You will start for them in League One. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, uh, I guess, uh, notable, the I, I, I do we think that there's a chance that Matt Turner would get the... Um, get the community shield game against man city i don't know no, i think he's on the, i think he's going out now yeah oh right the rumor for, for turner the rumor for turner was he was going to nottingham forest yeah so because ethan horvath nobody okay. loves ethan nobody can possibly love ethan horvath <laughs> i am uh i pulled up a website where it lists like all the live soccer I am uh, sending you guys a screenshot of one of the fixtures. We can read it out loud if you want, but I just wanted you to read it for yourself first. Uh, so you, you can check the uh, check the, the text thread. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be uh, the city of Liverpool City, city of Liverpool versus Penis Tone Church. <laughs> Penis. It's funny. Um, so, uh, okay. so, so anyways, uh, we, we also on, uh, Sunday, I guess it, it might be Saturday night, Sunday morning, 
Um, we have uh, the Team USA, the uh, U.S. women on Saturday night at 11 uh, a.m., 11 p.m. Uh, we play against um, the winner of Group G, uh, which is going to likely be Sweden or Italy. Uh, so uh, probably Sweden. So I don't know Wait, if Sweden's good they, at soccer. They get knocked out in the first and whatever this is, the round of 16. I mean... They're an American national team. Strictly speaking, we go out in the round of 16 after getting second in our group. That is traditionally the way it works for us. And you don't fuck with tradition. Like, like I, I would like to issue a welcome to the U.S. women's national team supporters. All of you who talk shit to all of us as U.S. men's national team supporters, welcome to the hell. <laughs> it's, it's, this is how it works now. You lose in the round of 16 to a European team who's much better than you. Welcome. We have snacks. Um, Orange slices. Yeah. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, uh, Serginho Dest uh, and AC Milan are going to be playing against each other somewhere in America. Um, that game takes place at 11 p.m. Eastern. So it either happened uh, previously or hasn't happened yet. Um, I'll be I'll be dropping this before that game comes out. But are, are, uh, the the last thing I sort of want to talk about is Serginho Dest because he is his, his sort of status is eternal. Um, do you guys hope that he stays at Barcelona or do you hope that he goes down a level, similar level somewhere else? Like what, what are your thoughts on, on, on Dest? I down don't level. think Javi likes him. So I think he's better. And as near as I know, like they don't even really have a right back. Like last year they played a center back at right back. So I don't know. I just want him to go somewhere he plays mid-level. Like, honestly, if he went and played at PSV with Pepe or I think the previous rumor was like Union Berlin or something, that would be fine. Just go to a mid-level top five league and show you're really good. I mean, I think I think my view of it is that, like, I would love for him, ironically, to go back to, like, Ajax. Yeah. Like, yeah, the best, the like, a team that has a ton of possession, is the best team in its league, plays Champions League football at, like, a reasonable level right like I don't necessarily want him to go to like Celtic right like I don't think that's helpful for him but like going to a place where you're, you're going to get challenged but also you're going to have the lion's share of the ball and like Club Bruges would not be a terrible option for him like I, I think like that's like a, a similar that's a, a similar lower league than I would want but I mean he would get a lot of the ball yeah um but like sure like Ajax PSV would be fine um and or 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 like a Benfica or Porto, like I think that that would be fine as well. Like whatever. But I'm I'm sort of over this like this sort of like challenge yourself at the highest levels and then not play thing. Like I I think we we all are coming to grips with the fact that none of our players are Barcelona starter level, and that's okay. Like I mean, there's a sweet spot where you're challenging yourself, but you're not going to an impact. Like if if you're uh let's just say you've started running. Your goal when you start running isn't to run a four-minute mile. <laughs> it's to run a nine-minute mile if you're running a 10-minute mile or whatever. You don't want, like, there's a point that challenges yourself that's a challenge, and there's a point where you're setting yourself up for failure. You want to find somewhere that's not the second thing. Right. So, like, Europa League-level Bundesliga team would be great. Yeah, exactly. Or, or Champions League side. Yeah. Yeah. Um Dortmund is probably dust fine for dust. Yeah, right? Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, or you know, I like like that's the thing. It's like you you need you can't go to Bayern, you have to go to Dortmund. You can't go to, you know, Chelsea, you have to go to West Ham. 
or whatever. Um, Sunderland. Sunderland. <laughs> Never go to Sunderland. Um, so I think that's that's uh, that's that. This is a, a somewhat shorter episode because we are sort of, um, as they say, between between the the rivers of international window and club window. Uh, we'll be back next week with like a true preview of where is everybody? How do you watch them? What do we want to see out of them? So on and so forth. Um, if you would like to uh, to reach out to us, you can find Ben at BL Herald. You can find Greg at Mr. Mojo Rising 89. You can find me or all of us on the main account at TLS TDS. Um, as I said, uh, more people are going to be taking over the account um, as we get further into sort of proper season. Um, you know, because Saturdays, uh, are, are every day should be Saturday, but only one day is Saturday and other people will be tweeting those, uh, through those, uh, soccer and college football games. So, um, I'll try to remind people to sign their tweets so that you don't think that I'm the one who's saying that, uh, you know, Edson Alvarez is finished and triple L tree and other sorts of trolley behavior. It is me guys. It is me. It's always me. Um, we will get, uh, we will post pictures on Instagram just as soon as, uh, I remember that we have one because we have one. Um, but we don't use it because threads, it turns out sucks. Um, I tried. It sucks. It's not very good. Um, uh, thank you to our sponsors, Smith Workforce Management Group, whoever lawyer sites put in, Bird Dogs. Um, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your local Sunderland resident. Um, I know that they have a lot of time on their hands. Um, but obviously, dear listener, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thank you so much. And we will see you next time. Podcast Network.